Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, welcome to the show, folks. We have Week 13 action in the NFL going on. I have my thoughts on college football and the bowl selection, so I'll go into that as well uh, before we get on the line with my dad. So, long story short, with the uh, SEC title game yesterday, Alabama upsets Georgia uh, to knock Georgia from the ranks of the unbeatens. That leaves the decision as to who's going into the college football playoff down to a couple of teams. I still think there's a chance Georgia gets in, but Georgia would be in as a four seed. The way I look at this is that the college football playoff selection committee has a decision to make. They can either keep Florida State in there, and move them up to three, or they could just bump them entirely. I think they're probably going to uh, leave Florida State in there and keep Georgia in, or have Alabama jump because because there's there's two ways. If they keep Florida State in there. And keep an SEC school. Because realistically, the College Football Playoff Selection Committee wants to knock off uh, Michigan because of the, the Spygate scandal that they had. That's, that's realistically the scenario that we have here. They are not going to just put in Texas at four because they don't trust Texas. So there's going to be an SEC school team in the mix here. One way or another, in my opinion. The question is, is it going to be Georgia or is it going to be Alabama? I think it's probably going to be Georgia because it's easier to explain not taking Georgia completely out of the mix, even though they didn't win their uh, conference championship game. Uh, Georgia is the back-to-back national defending champion, even though they say uh, that that doesn't factor into the selection committee decision-making process. It's kind of... Uh, it's kind of their own thing. So I, I think uh, it, it's a very realistic scenario. Or they can have Alabama jump multiple teams from eighth all the way to fourth. And if they do that, then they're going to have to bump uh, Florida State, in my opinion. Because you can't have uh, Alabama, even though I don't believe in Texas, people are going to say cry foul over Texas, uh, Texas getting left out of there 
uh, I mean, you can you could argue uh, that uh, Ohio State uh, shouldn't be getting jumped by uh, necessarily that far either, but the, it's an easier argument to make that uh, Alabama can get in there. Now, I look at it from the standpoint of Alabama should be in there over Texas anyway. And so it it just goes Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Alabama. I think that's really where it should go. But do not be shocked if Alabama gets in at the four seed for college football and then they have to elevate Texas to to, uh, bump out uh, Florida State. Because, mind you, Florida State, while undefeated, has not looked good the entire year. I'm sorry. They are the most suspect undefeated team because they keep scraping by in a weak ACC conference. They are not dominant in any of the any facet of the game. Let's let's be blunt about this. It's it's it, like if they get if people want to make any argument that it's like it's unfair that Florida State gets squeezed out. I want everyone to be clear. They have scraped by a number of teams. It's not as though this team did not struggle against BC. It's not as though they didn't struggle against beating Miami. They could have easily lost those games. So it's it's not as though Florida State is this lock of a team. Well, let's just be very honest with ourselves here. The Big 12 wasn't that good either. Texas won a weak conference. SEC is still better than the Big 12. Texas wouldn't be leaving the Big 12 if it, if, if, if it were the reverse. Let, let, let's, let's not kid ourselves. People may not like the SEC. It's still the best conference. No matter what anyone wants to say, it was still the best conference. They don't necessarily play it to the extent of dominance. It's still the best talent overall across the board. Yes. I know the Big Ten folks are going to be up in arms with me saying this. I've watched all the conferences. SEC is still better than the Big Ten. You had Iowa in the title game for... I don't even want to talk about Iowa. Nepotism, the nepotism express of Iowa, scoring 131 points on a year, made it to the title game. And don't don't tell me about it was it was a weak schedule. They still made it through with two losses with an offense that bad. You can't tell me your conference is that solid when Penn State is the third best team in your conference. Penn State was not that good, was not good this year either. Michigan scraped by in a number of spots. Ohio State clearly not nearly as good as the, uh, their ranking was. I, I I would suffice to say that Ohio State would be one of the few teams that Florida State could have beaten. But anywho, Florida State, if they get in, they're going to lose. I'm not saying they're going to get blown out by 20, but... It ain't going to be nearly as close as people would want you to believe. It's pretty pretty lopsided. So, from my personal standpoint, I would say 
Florida State can get in there on merit, but in terms of the actual application of selecting the best teams possible, you cannot make the case that uh, Florida State's one of the four best teams in the country. And, you know, this whole convoluted process of saying who the national team, that's a whole other discussion of the selection process within the league is just screwed up to begin with. So I don't agree with any of the process of what college football does. They make it way too convoluted. They put themselves in this crappy spot. An 18 playoff probably doesn't fix it either, but and at least it's somewhat better than what the cluster they have right now. Because now you got a scenario where you got a but a bunch of teams that could definitely get in there, but aren't necessarily worthwhile uh, legitimate uh, title contenders. Because between Georgia and Alabama, they would still be better than three of the four teams that are in going to be in this college football playoff. That's the reality of the situation. They can they can lie through their teeth, whatever they want to say. It, it's it's a it's a it's not that it's not it, it's not even remotely close. So, with that being said, I think Texas probably gets in. But it wouldn't shock me that Florida State got left out. But realistically, if we do the neat way, the neat way is you drop Georgia to four, you keep FSU in at three, and then it's Washington and Michigan. Because technically, you give Florida State the best possible matchup they could have hoped for out of the teams that weren't going anywhere in Washington, maybe Florida State can figure out a way of winning that matchup. I don't think they can, but you give them the best possible shot to win. And Georgia can beat Michigan. They're the better team. They're straight up a better team than Michigan. Now, will people like that? No. But you still have the most solid teams there. It's the neatest way, but it could go a couple of different ways. So, with that being said, we'll see how the, this uh, mess of a college football playoff plays out. But there, there was already chaos on unfold there. And it's not going to really change uh, much in the grand scheme of things at, at the end of the day. So, uh, with that being said, you know, we, we have our mess. Now the, cl- the committee's got to clean it up. I doubt they will do it properly, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right. We'll be right back after this. I'll bring my dad on, and we'll go from there. Stick around, folks, out there, these messages. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. We'll be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, Kelly, 
we got weather in multiple spots in the Northeast. We're going to get a bunch of rain in the Chargers-New England game. We're going to have rain throughout in the Tim Boyle Experiment Part 2 against Atlanta. And the Steelers-Cardinals game should have some rain as well. No, like, heavy winds, um, per se. Just a lot of wet weather in the Northeast. So, uh, But we'll, we'll get right down to it with uh, some of these matchups. So let's start off with the aforementioned New England Patriots hosting the fighting Brandon Staley's at four and seven. They still have a chance to make the playoffs. Chargers favored by six and a half. You know, I would like to put the Chargers out of their misery, but uh, bad luck for them day in New England. So it's going it's going to go on for another week because I. You know, I, 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 I don't think New England will win another game. I don't think they can win another game. You know, you know, bad you had to be to to to, to lose it. My Giants beat the the, the Patriots. Hey, 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 hey! You gotta show some more respect to Tommy DeVito. He's got two wins. The Giants are only two. They're only two out of the loss column for a playoff spot. The veto magic. <laughs> Look, right now, New England. New England has one play right now. It's a check down screen. You know, so you throw it back there and hope somebody make a mistake. And and that, if you watched them last week when. Zappi came in. They threw more of that than anything else. Yep. They, there's no forward pass in with it. Just look. If it wasn't so serious, it would be laughable. You know, it's it's it's. it's Bill Bryan doesn't have an offense to coach because none of these quarterbacks can actually run the offense. No. You know. So what this is. Okay, we're almost at the end of the season, so you know what you do? Everything is screen. Screen number one, they, they got a whole list. Screen number one, screen number two. We don't have to give them names, just numbers. Screen number three, screen number one. <laughs> just straight just and hope somebody misses. It's, 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 it's. Look, I always liked Bill Belichick from his days with the Giants because he always came up with these defensive plans and, and whatever. He's not a charismatic guy. He's one of the blandest people you ever want to meet. But um, I always liked him. But to see where this has gone, and, you know, the only thing I feel sorry about is years from now, uh, seeing how forgetful the sports people are these days. Belichick might just look like a footnote, like, oh no, it's not him. Brady won everything. Which I don't I don't think it is. <coughs> but it's kinda gonna go that way because of how bad it has gone with him. I think the biggest problem and a lot of people need to watch this. I think the biggest problem with Belichick is the fact that he has so much total control and doesn't want to admit that in some things, I'm not that good. 
let me just coach the football. And the, the, the general manager and, you know, keep cook and bottle washer that he is, I think that's the thing that's, that's screwing him up. Because he's been making some picks and some stuff there that, Nothing is working out. He's missed out on multiple Pro oh, Bowl players oh, on offense. Oh. Multiple. It's, it's like it's too many to list at this stage how yeah. many guys he could have had. Because he could have had a Justin Jefferson. He could have had an A.J. Brown. It, like, <laughs> and, and his thing used to be that we trade back and get more picks. That was Parcells' thing. Because Parcells could always spot these these players in the later rounds and stuff. But that's working against Belichick now. Either either he's missing out on them or he can't develop them. I don't know which one is the problem, but it's 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 that team. He's right just now, missing he's because even the guys who he even the guys who he lets go, they don't stay in the league long. He's just no. he's just no. missing everything. Yeah, that the 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 thing it's not it's not like well, the guy wasn't good there, and he went here, and he... Yeah. He, he, no, it, it, Bill Belichick, the coach, can still win you a Super Bowl. Bill yeah. Belichick, the GM, needs uh, to be fired. That, uh, that's, uh, that's the issue. And I don't think he wants to admit now that that's the problem. And I think that's his biggest problem. The fact that he's stubborn and acts as though it, it, it's, it's not me, it's, it's these guys. Yeah, you know, and, and I, like I said, I feel sorry because Belichick, the coach, I've always liked. You know, I've always liked. And like, and like I said, again, I don't have no great hatred for the for the Patriots like like some other people because the two times we met him in the Super Bowl, we beat him. So it ain't like, it ain't like they broke our hearts or anything, you know. Yeah. I I, I, I'll 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 leave it at this because uh, like we, we spent more time talking yeah, yeah, about no, more yeah. time talking about two bad teams than because there, there's nothing worthwhile to talk about in this game. As far as I'm concerned, Belichick will find a way to neutralize either Eckler or uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's coming into this game with a quad injury. The issue I see with the Chargers is I could see this game playing out low scoring. The Chargers misfiring a bunch of times because New England will confuse them. They won't be able to figure it out. But because New England's offense is so bad, this ends up being closer to like a 20 to 10 type oh. game and wow. just a slog of a game in general. Oh, you got a lot of points there. <laughs> this is the last time New England went up that high. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is, it is the Chargers' run defense, so that that's what I'm accounting for. Uh, you're, you're, not, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but uh, I'm 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 taking the Chargers, but only because New England is so bad that you know I, I you know think. But I, I'll take the Chargers in this game. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah no. Th- this this is a this is a tough one to kind of. Uh, Kind kind of a uh, uh, deal with, but the uh, yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I the, the only thing is the the, the thing the, the, the thing that I, that that put me over the top is that I think Justin Herbert can compensate more <laughs> than Billy Zappi will. 
So I, 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 I'll take the charges because I can always rely on Justin Herbert to make a couple of plays. I don't see that happening with Bailey Zappi. That's, that's, that's my take on it. That's, the, that's the, way, the only reason I'm going that way. You know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, next up, we've got Detroit going to New Orleans to play uh, the Saints in the Dome. So the the Lions get the benefit of playing in the Dome, but these days it seems as though it doesn't matter where Jared Goff's playing, he's starting to revert back to the old Jared Goff uh, uh, when he's under pressure. I don't know what to make of uh, the Lions at this stage because the last two games, and technically it's the last three because this started happening three uh, going back three games, it, it, it's been shaky, to say the least, uh, from the protection standpoint and then golf's decision-making in general where the Lions have just not looked good. So I, I want to see if this could be the bounce-back spot because I don't think New Orleans is going to set the world on fire at the rate David Carr is playing at. I mean, I'm saying uh, Derek Carr... Uh, because of how he keeps limiting the offense. How can you tell the difference that it's not David playing? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's a fair point. But, you know, like the Saints, uh, you know, four and a half point underdogs at home, but it's deserved because if you watch the Saints play, you know the defense is going to come prepared. The issue is... Derek Carr keeps stifling the offense that, I, you know, this is one of those rare games. Like, I keep looking at the Saints and wondering, when are you going to make a move at the QB spot? Because it honestly comes across as they are clearly better with anyone other than Carr playing at QB because, yes, Taysom can't play QB, but even when he plays the, uh, the Wildcat for a couple of plays, and then you just use Jameis to throw the ball down the field to keep the defense honest. They play better because the defense can't crack down on them on short yardage because they don't trust Carr to throw over the top on them. Like, that that's the scary part about the Saints, uh, is that every time Derek Carr throws deep, the Saints do well. But he's so afraid to throw deep that he hardly ever gets there. Yeah, I... I... I, I don't know. It's it's. I I I want to take the Lions in this game, but oh my God, Jared Goff is reminding me of of the Rams. Jared Goff, uh, I, I, and and I'm, I'm this is such a one that was in St. Louis. I, I, I'm I'm distracted here because I just saw a second yellow card in the dumbest way possible for Chelsea. You're on a yellow. You got no angle on the guy. You go in for a challenge that you have no business making, and you put your team down a man when you oh. should be up. When you're up, like I, I can't, I can't deal with the decision making in, in these games. Why? I'm playing my game. You got no angle on the guy. Let another teammate pick him up. You got no angle. You're gonna go in for a sliding challenge on a guy that's already passed you. It makes no sense. 
Anywho, uh, I'm sorry. Go back to your point. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, it just... I, I, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm taking the Lions in this game more because I want to see the Lions b- bounce back. They're, you know, they're a good start, but oh my God, this, you know, I, I, I know the coach is a kind of guy that believes in people and he wants them, but Jared Goff, I mean, he is throwing some, 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 having some turnovers that if he's not throwing the ball bad, he's holding on to it and fumbling it in, in some inopportune spots that it, it, he's, he's killing the team. Right now, right now, the biggest reason why the Lions are where they are for those last two games it's basically Jared Goff. It's not like receivers are dropping balls or the line is giving up. God, Jared Goff is just, he's, he's, there are INTs, he's fumbling the ball. I mean, he's, he's figuring out ways to have turnovers that other people are just thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, it's, he's just, that Thanksgiving Day game is like, okay, he got that. Oh, he dropped the ball. Uh, oh, he dropped the ball. He fumbled. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I mean, you see the rush coming. At least first thing you do, cover up the ball. Nope. You know, I, 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 I'm just, I'm taking the Lions because, like I say, I like the story of the Lions. I, I, I like the coach. You know, uh, you know, I have a soft spot for them, so I want to see them bounce back. But man. You know, uh, I hope that Saints defense doesn't come and, and, and make me look stupid today because, you know, he's not going to have he's not going to have any excuse today. He's in a dome. He's in the dome. You know, yes, I know the noise is going to be loud, but you, you know about that. You know, you, you played with the Rams, you know, so... <clears throat> It, 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 they, they, I'm, I'm thinking that they bounce back because, like you say, Derek is not allowing the the Saints to run away from anybody, so they're gonna be in the game. Yeah. So uh, you know, <clears throat> I, 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 I'm taking the the, the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> the issue I have with this game is I expect the Lions to win. Four and a half concerns me because I could see this being a game where. The Saints hang around just enough and lose by a field goal. And that that's the thing that, that concerns me. The Lions aren't playing well enough right now for me to give them benefit of the doubt that they can figure it out and and cover this. That's my biggest concern. If it was four, I could probably get there. Four and a half? Now you're telling me I need to win by a touchdown and I just I'm just I'm just not necessarily feeling it there. Well, the way I look at it, the reason I take them is because if 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 the lions if the lions gotta be scra- scrambling to get uh, 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 to cover the four points, they're gonna be losing the game. I'm telling you, uh, the lions are either gonna put the you know win by a touchdown or two, or they're gonna lose the game. I'm telling you, I don't see the lions being good enough to win. By 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 a field goal, I I just don't see it. Not the way they are playing right now. I think if the game is that close, 
they're going to be wondering, and they're probably going to lose by me. <coughs> so I, I think I can take the chance. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it. All right. So next up, we got Tim Boyle and the Fighting New York Jets. Four and seven. They still got a chance to make the playoffs somehow. But they got to take care of business at home playing a visiting Falcons team. Falcons favored by three and a half. What do you have with Tim Boyle in the rain? You think Hacker is going to finally figure out today is the day to run the ball? The problem the problem right now is both Brees Hall and uh, Gavin Cook is questionable. They're not, both, they're not healthy. So I don't even know if they can rely on just running the ball this week when they actually need to do it. I, I, don't, I don't think, you know, they may play. But I don't think they, they they may not finish the game. So so I I I'm taking the Falcons. This screams skip this game on red zone by by any means necessary. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. take the Falcons three and a half and we never talk about this game again. Again. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers says he's get, he's never going to come back, but it depends on if the Jets are still in the playoff competition. Dwayne, Dwayne, will you please <laughs> not mention that? Look, Aaron Rodgers cannot stand to not be the center of attention. Because, yes, would I like to see that happen? And if it's something other people can do and learn from it so you can get players back faster? Oh, I would love if that's the case. I would love medically, yeah. You know, because I remember when an ACL used to almost finish the career of a guy, and now guys come back in the same year. So, yeah, anything anything for the betterment of the game is fine. But I don't think that's why everyone's doing this. I think it's just so that everybody, look at me, look at me, look at me. I think it's that. Uh, what? In the state, the state of this Jets team, you're fighting to, to, to come back with something that if you're wrong, it could finish your career forever? To do what? I, I, I think this is just all about Aaron. So, I, I, you know, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to. You know what? When you're ready to come back, I'll turn the TV on. Let's see if you can play. I don't want to hear this shit about stay tuned. Tomorrow at eight, Aaron would tell you that. Give me a push, you know. Please, this is all about Aaron Rodgers. It ain't shit about the Jets. You know, Aaron Rodgers been a Jet for two minutes. You acting as though you're a lifelong, you're Joe Klecko, and you're making this comeback. And the team, you know, Willis Reed walking out. They're gonna re- give me a break. Aaron Rodgers is angling for NFL Comeback Player of the Year award. Please, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and and look, I can't even say I wish so because I wouldn't wish an injury uh, uh, like that on anybody. So I hope that he makes it back. Like I say, because it may be something that other people can learn from. But uh, this daily updates and Aaron Rodgers back at practice and. Uh, 
you're back at practice. You, you can't do anything. What's, what's, you know, anyway, like I said, you know what, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. I, like I said, I like the Falcons in this game. We got a barn burner in Pittsburgh. Steelers. Five and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. See, I I, I like the Steelers. But just because they had over 300 yards of offense last week, I'm not buying. I like the Steelers, but five and a half is a lot of points. <laughs> What I believe is that Arizona can see the light at the end of the tunnel that they can get Caleb Williams. That's what I believe. (laughs) Here the problem, here here the problem I think the Cardinals have. And this is a problem for the Steelers too. Kyler Murray has probably figured out that his future is not with the Cardinals. Okay? They're gonna they're gonna go the financial common sense route and get a quarterback and cut him loose. The problem is he's gotta show people that he can still do certain things. So it's like it's like fighting among yourself. You know, it's like your foot wanna do something, the left foot wants to go one way and the right foot says, Fuck you, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna do you're not the boss of me. <laughs> you know, so I think that's the problem. With, with that. That's why I'm, a, I'm scared of this among the points. Because I think Tyler Murray is still going to run around and try to do stuff, you know, and, and try to score points. Because yeah. I, think I, would lo- I would look at this as I think there's a way for the Cardinals to be up at halftime. And then the Steelers still smash them in the second half. Like that's the way I kind of look at this game. But well, I, it, that could be that could be a way for it to work. It it could be that it looks good in the first half, and then kind of can always say, "Well, uh, you, you guys see, I tried. Uh, this is the most. Well, yeah, maybe Bidwell gives the order that we play in the first half, and second half it's time for us to look out for ourselves. Yeah, it could be that." I can see that, you know. Yeah. So, but I, as, as, you know, the Steelers gotta show me more than one week that they can actually score. You know, uh, 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 you, know <coughs> you know, because <laughs> three field goals used to be a, 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 a you know, <laughs> a blessing. Uh, yeah, for for the Steelers, so I don't know if if I can just say that they they they, they can cover five and a half points. <laughs> I like them to win, but uh, five and a half, <laughs> it's tough. You know. Yeah, I hear. You. I, I I look at this as if the Steelers cover this, it's because Najee Harris and Jalen Warren just run all over the Cardinals. That that's the way I kind of look at this one. 
And that actually can happen in the second half, like you say. It, it can work out the way you're saying. To me, that's the only way it can work out. I, 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 that this, I see the Steelers covering those points that the Cardinals do their thing and then they, they pull a, uh, the, the, the New York Giants thing in the second half <laughs> on those points. You know, they made a, where they made a hero of Daniel Jones. So they, it can, it can, hey, Daniel Jones did it on his own, okay? It was yeah. through no, it was through no effort by the Cardinals or lack thereof to make sure that they lost that game. Did Jones did that comeback all on his own, completely? Yeah, yeah, no, he, he can, he can, he can lead, he can lead this team. He can lead this team. Yeah, I know. All right. So speaking of reclamation projects, we have the Panthers. Fresh off of firing Frank Reich, the worst job in the NFL, at 1-10, uh, traveling to Tampa to play the Bucks. Uh, d- d- the Fighting Mayfields are up, uh, are favored by 6.5. Uh, what, what, what do you got here? Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield screwed me last week. Yeah, I... Is there a game you can skip over? <laughs> because I have no idea. I hate to beat a dead horse, but the Panthers deserve exactly what they got. Because I, I said it, I've been saying it all season. Hey, hey, they just because David Tepper didn't believe in Steve Wilkes and just hired another retread coach does not I, mean they deserve this, Kelly. I mean, they they chose who they thought was the best person for the job while ignoring the best person for the job. Look, let me tell you something. The Texans are lucky. They got rid of Lovey after he got that team to play for him, but they're lucky to get the Miko Rand, who is almost like a younger Lovey. So the team just picked up where it was. The 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 the, the, um, the Panthers wasn't lucky. Stevens had them playing hard at the end of the season, and if it wasn't for that stupid call with the taking off the helmet, they actually could have made the playoffs. They could they could they could have won that division. You know, they actually could have win the division and get into the playoffs if it wasn't for that 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 penalty. So. I had no idea why they thought it was necessary to get rid of him to, to go for a coach that had already failed where he was the last time. You know, Frank White may be a guy who winds up being a good coordinator. It's not, head coaching is not for everybody because he's been in two spots now. I notice he can't get people to play for him. You know, this this Panthers team looked just like that Colts team. So when, when the, the talent isn't there, yeah. he couldn't get them to play from. No, you know, and to me, when you see that, you got you gotta add one on one, and it should come out to be two. Don't don't try making a three. It is what it is. You know, don't, don't reach for a higher number. One-on-one can only be two. And and to me, 
That's Frank right. Uh, and, and like I say, there's a lot of North Turners around. Great as a coordinator cannot be a head coach. It's 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 some people are just like that. You know, uh, uh oh my god. I forgot the, the this this guy he, he used to be the, he was with the Giants and then he was with the Patriots. The black guy, he he ended up being the coach in Yeah, the Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell is as a defensive coordinator, oh, he could come up with all kind of shit and this and, you know, make it look stupid. He, he was a head coach in Kansas City. And, you know, I always give support to, to, to the minority coaches. He was horrible. <laughs> he, every place he's been, he's been horrible. He's not a head coach. He's a coordinator. You know, that's, 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 it's, it just is what it is. And, and 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 you know, to me, I, I want to see where the Panthers are going now. You know, I I, I want to see where they're going now. You know, I can't wait. I want them to hire Greg Olson. <laughs> well, I I have I I don't know. I have no idea. How because Greg no Olson self-respecting be coach is going to take that job. So. You're you're not gonna get the best candidates. You might as well get just take the guy who actually wants to do the job. Because at this point, that's uh, that's kind of where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, they can always call the enemy. He wants to be a head coach. He's another one that's. Try- I don't know if he's gonna be a good head coach. I think he's a good coordinator. I have no idea because, like I say, everybody. Thinks well, te- technically. If you actually want to maximize what you got out of Bryce Young, the enemy's actually the best option you can uh, kind of grab to be the head coach if you want to groom him. Because that seems to be the game plan. They still want someone to groom Bryce Young. And technically, as you bring it up, it's like, the enemy technically has the best credentials out of any of those coordinators that you want to use to groom a young QB, given the work he did with Mahomes. So, technically, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I say. Maybe, you know, and he wants to be a head coach, so maybe that's the guy you grab. You know, because like I said, I have no idea. I've never heard anybody talk about Greg Olson. I know he was a good player. But the the issue was, Tepper had the chance to do it last year and never uh, never really interviewed the enemy. So, I I just don't know. Yeah, well, hey, hey, look, look. I, look. This Eric Bieniemy thing has to be the the best kept secret, you know. Uh, I, I don't know if they have him on the Kaepernick list. <laughs> Kaepernick is on a list separate from himself, you know, because if 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 um, if, if Boyle if Boyle can be a starting quarterback and DeVito can be a starting quarterback, you tell me how. They, well, he's to me, he's been out of football too long now, so it's it doesn't make sense right now, but. You show me how this guy can get back into the league. You know, it's 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 laughable. So I don't know if if the enemy as a head coach is on that list. Why he hasn't gotten a shot? Because you know you know people talk about well it was Andy Reid yeah but but it still didn't 
It still didn't prevent that guy from getting a job in Chicago. <laughs> he was he was there with Andy Reid too, you know. So it didn't stop him from getting a job. And um, uh, oh my God, I forget the other guy. It's two of them. And they both got head coaching jobs of 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 that Chiefs thing. Yeah, you know. So I I I, I don't understand why is it. It's only with the enemy. You keep saying, "Well, it's not really him." It's a, well, you know what? Put him out there, and let's expose him. You know, you call Gates and all of them. They, they, they all, they all got their shot. They fail. You know. I, I, I mean, I mean, McDaniel's got what? Three shots or two shots? Uh, two shots. He, he, two he, shots. he, 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 he backed out of the. What was supposed to be his oh, second yeah, shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got three shots, but he backed out. Of, he, 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 he backed out. Of and for the record, Callie, Mike Smith was the winningest coach in Atlanta Atlanta Falcons history. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give him some respect. Yeah, but but like I said, I my problem is that I hate when people just give that thing where they say that. Uh, well, you know, I don't think he doesn't you know, interview well. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't even don't even start me with that that interview shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Yeah, but uh, so I, I got you down here for Tampa six and a half over Carolina, mainly by default. Well, yeah, yeah. I I uh, because like I say, I I. I have no idea right now uh, what 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 uh, the Panthers is going to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. By, so, by, like I say, by, by default, make sure you put that in. <laughs> Speaking of another by default matchup, we got the Colts two and a half point favorites on the road going to Tennessee. If it makes you feel any better, the Colts, uh, I mean, the, uh, the Titans are expected to have Ryan Tannehill back available, even though uh, they they expect that Will Lovis is going to be the starter for the rest wait, of the wait, season. Wait, 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 wait. When you say if it's going to make me feel any better, <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, because... <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's presence on the sidelines Look, can, can help elevate Will Levis. He can, he, 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 can thing, he give him a pep talk. Is this with the, with the thing. I said it last week, and I see they started doing it. I think they're going to just try to run Derrick Henry down their throats. And, you know, uh, I, I, you know, this cold steam... <laughs> Oh my God! These coaches, I you know, I I don't know. <sighs> Who's the, the coach is the favorite? Yeah. At Tennessee. Yeah. Can the can the Colts be a favorite on the road? What have they done to to to, to, to get this? It's anyway. it's 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 an indictment on Tennessee. Here's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah, that's the Colts. The Colts defense usually matches up well against Derrick Henry. 
it, it's just been one of the matchups where, like, Derrick Henry hasn't necessarily had great success against, uh, uh, he hasn't had great success against the Colts. But, in terms of, uh, in terms of, like, some of these other matchups, uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's not one where, it's not one where, like, uh, you know, we've gotten, like, tremendous, uh, uh, so, like, basically, you, you know, you, you're talking, like, the last good, great, like, because, like, Derek Henry has had, like, he's had some, a lot of games where they just ran him up against the Colts, like, like, uh, th- there was the one game that people always go back to is when he ran for almost 200 yards against uh, the Colts, like, three years ago, right after Thanksgiving. So, like, that that's where it's, like, the games he's, monster games he's had against uh, the Colts are the ones that you, you got to go back a couple of years. So that's what people go back to. But the issue that I always say with that is, there have been plenty of dud performances against uh, the Colts as well that you've had with Henry, and again, it's very games uh, script dependent. Now, if Will Levis can actually throw the ball efficiently, which we haven't seen, yeah, there, there's a chance that the, the Colts, uh, the Colts uh, being favored, is the dumbest bet of the week, and that we should be on the Tennessee side of the fence. The only problem with that is. As we said last week, Vrabel looks as though he's ready to get, uh, roll oh, out yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah. So it's Love like, loves- how fired up do you think this Colts team is for a divisional matchup? Which, you know, as heavy hitting as it's supposed to be, this could be one of those spots where the Colts are the team looking to make the playoffs. The Tennessee's got to be hungry enough to say, no, we're going to knock you out of the playoffs. And I don't have a great lean one way or the other, but I do know that from a passing standpoint, I think this this lines up perfectly for a Michael Pittman-type game where he catches 10 passes uh, and gets into the end zone. To me, that's where I kind of lean towards this game. Um, no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, but to me, I don't think jo- this was a Jonathan Taylor type of game the way Tennessee's run defense usually plays. This is more about can uh, uh, can can uh, the Colts with Minshew can they be efficient enough passing in the in between the the uh, both both sides of the field because basically this game is going to be controlled within that of uh, uh, the forty to forty area. It's like whoever can get the ball across midfield more often than the other side and kick field goals is probably winning this game. But I do think it's probably leaning towards the Colts side because I think it'll be easier for them to move the ball than what we've got with uh, this Titan situation. I, I just I, I, do, I think uh, Levis is trying to learn the job on the fly, and he ain't ready for it yet. Uh, I, well, I was never a big Lovitz fan. Uh, I remember at the playoff and the the draft, you know, they were pushing Lovitz, pushing Lovitz, pushing Lovitz. I never thought he was that. I thought he turned the ball over too much. You know, so I was never a big Lovitz guy. And 
I, I think the worst thing that happened to Levitz is that he came into that game, the first game that he played, and he played pretty good. And I think he, everybody thought, well, yeah, you know, you know, they were right. They should have picked him. And then he just, that pumpkin was right outside the door as soon as he stepped back. You know, he's been bad ever since. So, I don't know. I, I, I'll take the Colts. I'll take the Colts. You know, because the, the, to me, I, 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 I thought Tennessee would just run Derrick Henry, but the way how Tennessee is looking right now, you know, to, to, to depend on running the ball, you got to be a really committed team. And I don't think right now, I think they're ready to go home. It's like, They've been, they've been skipping two pages. Where's the end of the season? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I'm bravely I'm at the head of the line. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, how many games they got to get? Yeah. It, 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 it ain't looking, it is not looking easy for uh, the way things are shaping up right now for no, no, uh, the no, Titans. No. It, like, it's it's rough. But um, anyway, let, let's, let's get into it. Uh, uh yeah, the last of the early window games, and I just don't see how this isn't one of the most massive uh, mismatches on paper. We got the Dolphins traveling to Washington to play the Commanders after firing Jack Del Rio as defensive coordinator. Uh, the Dolphins nine and a half point favorites. The Dolphins like beating up on bad teams. Uh, to me, this screams Dolphins all day uh, and covering the nine and a half. Uh, what say you? Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, that the the coach actually likes Del Rio, and he said, "Hey, I can't fire myself, but I can give you a break. <laughs> I get you out of this shit. You don't have to stay here." For the rest of the season. Good looking out. Uh, look, let me tell you something. I don't know if you want to tell me that, you know, it, it was the, it, it was the defensive coordinator, why the team was looking. I mean, c- come on. Come on. You know, that to me, that's, like I say, I think he just fired him because that's my guy. I'm looking out for him. I, I want to wanna give him a break. You know, uh... I, that that team has no steam in it. The only team they can get up to play for some reason is the Eagles. I don't know if it's they say styles make fights, and uh, I don't know what they do, but whatever it is, they give the Eagles fits, you know. But outside of that, and they always leave you thinking, hey, 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 maybe this team is there because look, look what they do with the Eagles, and. Yep, on both sides of those two games, you see what happened. You know, so I, 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 yeah, I, I see this as as Miami running all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just have, I don't have anything nice to say about. Uh, <laughs> I just don't have anything nice to say about the the state of. Uh, uh, where things uh, where things lie with uh, <laughs> where things lie with the commander, so I'll leave it at that. It's like I I think this one's pretty 
pretty by the numbers. Um, alright, afternoon window. Uh, oh, wait a second. It's not afternoon window. Oh, they flipped around the times. That I knew something was throwing me off because, like, I was like, this is a one o'clock game. It's because they mo- they started moving uh, the schedules already. Um, so we got one more one o'clock game. Sorry. Um, Houston and Denver, uh, that's what threw me off. It's like, technically, this is, this is a one o'clock game. Um, uh, Houston at home hosting the Broncos. I love Houston in this spot. Uh, I mean, the Broncos have been on this five-game winning streak, but I'll be honest, this is the closest matchup that we've seen where the Broncos could legitimately get out uh, outmatched from a speed standpoint, and they 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 get clipped pretty hard. I, I think that uh, the Texans from a mobile QB. Fast receivers, running backs are solid enough and can pass catch that this is going to give the Broncos fits. And to me, you know, Houston's three and a half point favorites, but to me, this is the game that has the biggest potential of blowing out uh, and blowing out spectacularly where, uh, you know, people are surprised by how big of a win it is. I think the Texans have cleaned the clock out of the Broncos. Well, the Broncos has largely been living on people turning the ball over. You know. uh, And that's the other thing. Like, Stroud has made some turnovers lately, but still, on the whole, across the season, he's been, the Texans have been one of the most efficient teams on offense moving the ball. Yeah, I like I like the Texans. I like the Texans in this game. Uh, I'm still not. I'm still not uh, a big believer in the Broncos. I I I like Sean Payton as a coach, even though sometimes he gives me that that uh, fits like. Um, oh my God! I don't know why I'm so bad with names lately. Um, Carol, he, he, he's, he's like Carol. They, they they think they're the smartest, the sharpest knife in the drawer. Nobody's going to expect this, you know. So, it, it's, they give me feature, but I like them. But I still haven't seen where, you know, that they did something really significant where they actually outplayed the other team. I think most of these Broncos win, it's a lot of careless football with some of the other teams. You know. So that's that to me to me that's that's the problem. You, you know. And 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 it's got they got a lot of lucky win because that last minute win with the field goal, I mean I, I always we, 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 don't, we don't we don't we don't need to talk about that. we don't need to talk about like how, how idiotic that 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 I, Bills I can't game was. Count that as a win because 
it's one of the dumbest things that you wasted a time out to do nothing and then had to rush your team on the field to 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 to, to kick the field goal. The other, the other team was dumb enough to put twelve men on the field. <laughs> you know, so I am not a big believer in this Broncos research and you know yeah, look, even even that late that late uh touchdown in the end zone, I, I wanna know what the hell that defender was doing. He made no attempt to go up and, 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 and contest the catch with Sutton. You know, he said, but he's too big. No, he wasn't too big, it's that you stayed on your feet while he jumped in the air. It's not that he was too big. It's not like he bodied you out and, 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 and whatever. He, he never jumped with the guy. He never jumped and tried to pull his hands away or anything. So, I, you know, I, I, a win is a win. I know a win is a win. But I, I'm, not, I'm not buying stock in the Broncos yet. Uh, you know, they haven't, they haven't won a game where I can actually see that, you know, that I, I see that uh, they, they actually outplay this team. No, I haven't seen it. You know, so I, 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 I think I've seen Houston do it, you know, where they made late drives and, and uh, came up with <clears throat> good, good, good plays to win. But I haven't seen it from the Broncos. And yeah, show, show, let them show me. So yeah, I, 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 I like, I like the. I like the Texans uh, thing, and I like the fighting the Texans anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it, it's just one of those things where I I just think that was one of the uh, misdiagnosed spots uh, uh, of of the week. Um, so now we get, we're into the uh, late window. Uh, I think this is relatively straightforward. Uh, we've got the Rams. Uh, hosting uh, the Browns, I, I'm. I'll be honest. I think this one's like pretty. Oh, that's what it was. They flip. They flip flopped the Carolina game to one o'clock. I mean, they they flip the flop the Carolina game to four o'clock, and then moved the um, uh, the Texans game to. Uh, uh, to one o'clock. That that's what it was. So, so the Carolina game that we don't care about is a four o'clock game. Wow, that's gonna be that's gonna be one to skip at four o'clock. Um, anyway, uh, so you you've got the uh, Browns and Rams. Uh, the, the Browns they got to go to Joe Flacco because Dorian Thompson Robinson just could not play the position. So even though Flacco is a fossil, a fossil could do what the Browns need to be done on offense and just get the ball out quickly and run the ball. Look, the problem I have with the Browns is standing on the sideline. I thought he called a horrible game in that game uh, against the Broncos. I, I, you know, 
I thought it was one of the worst games, you know, Stefanski. And, and you know the among the stupidness Stefanski has done. You know, but I think this is that was one of the worst. You know, they should have won that game. They should have won that game. You know, but he kept putting his defense out there. And you know, you're up in Denver, and they're going to get tired. It's not, it's not like they, 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 they're on a regular football field. And, and to me, it's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, so, huh. Uh, the Browns, I, 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 I'm taking the Rams. It's 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 at the Rams are home. Yeah, the the Rams are home. I'll I'll take the Rams. I'll take the Rams. I, I'm telling you, I'm taking the Rams. And you know, I love that Browns defense, but I I've had it up to here with Stefanski. I, you know, between him, between him and his partner in San Diego, I I don't know. I it's those two guys drive me up the wall. They just like clueless of what to do to to, to keep a winning football team. I, I think they do everything in the in the power to be in the way. You know, I, I, I I'm 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 taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. You know. And our game of the day: San Francisco traveling to Philly to play the Eagles. We've had our thoughts throughout the year. I think we're still in agreement that San Fran is the better team, but it is in Philly. Uh, the 49ers are favored by two and a half. I look at this from the standpoint of they're still going to be able to move the ball uh, against that Philly secondary. Now, they, Philly may be able to slow down McCaffrey, I still think there's going to be opportunities to. Uh, I, I still think there's going to be opportunities to uh, allow uh, San Fran to get the ball in space to Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk, and I, I think they're going to pick apart that Philly team. Now, what Philly's been able to benefit from, and we saw it again last week, they get they get away with not playing well. This is a game where if Philly doesn't play well early, San Fran's going to put it on them and get up a couple of scores, and they're not going to let the game slip away. So to to me, this is one of those where we haven't seen Philly play a good game in about a month. They need a good game today, and they don't need to play a good game today. That's the thing. Philly doesn't need this game. San Fran needs it more than Philly. Philly can basically lock down the number one seed in the NFC with a win today, but they don't need to take this one. They still they still have a uh, they still have two games up on San Fran. So in my opinion, like this is one of those where this is one San Fran needs. Philly does not need to go down that hard on this game um, if if push comes to shove because I'm not risking Jalen Hurts getting hurt in uh, a game like this just to try to pin down another one. So it's like, yeah, could Hurts like scramble more? But the way Bosa and Chase Young have been playing with that pass rush, 
I do not want to, if I'm Philly, I don't want to expose Jalen Hurts to any unnecessary hits that he doesn't need to take. Yeah, he can deal with it, but why deal with it before the playoffs? Like, to me, this is one of those where it's like, if I'm Philly, I I play a safer game plan. We see how it goes, see if the defense holds up. Don't take any unnecessary risks. You have a you you still have a two game lead over San Fran, so you would still have a game in hand no matter what happens today. Worst case scenario. Like to me, this is like I, I know people don't want to hear that, but realistically, if you're an NFL t- organization, you got to think that way. Like th- th- this is a big game, but it's like you won the game against the Chiefs, so you don't need to win both these games. What? <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. The first thing I said with this game is like, you know, it should have a law where these two teams don't play each other unless it's in the playoffs. You know, this this meeting shouldn't be happening, but it's the schedule. So to me, if I'm Philly with that bad knee that, because, you know, Jalen Hood still has a bum knee. It's just that he's he's playing with it. It's bad. To me, if I'm Philly, somewhere in the first quarter, I let Jalen get tackled and come up limping and take him out for the rest of the game. I swear to God, that's what I'll do. Because like you say, Philly has a game to play with. I don't want... And San Fran is a very physical team. I don't want him to get an injury in this game that hampers him for the rest of the season. I don't want to take that chance because I still got to play the Cowboys again. And I, I, I would rather be, because like you say, I have a, two games on San Fran. I can give one away. You know, it, 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 so... To me, I would safeguard my quarterback. I would safeguard my quarterback because I watched him last week in that game against Buffalo, and at times he was limping. You know, uh, I I would never, yeah, you, you needed that game last week, but now I think this game, they don't need to beat San Fran to what? To be three games up? You don't need that. You already have home field again, you know, with with Sam. If you run it into San Fran, you know, and I I pick San Fran to go to the Super Bowl. I pick them to win the Super Bowl, as a matter of fact. But if I'm Philly, I'm looking ahead, and I'm not taking chances where I don't have to. If 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 Jalen's are perfectly healthy, it's fine. But with me, I I would pull him out of this game. I would. You know, I'll do the old Belichick freak an injury. <laughs> freak an injury. And, and, and pull him out because you, you don't, you, you're not getting anything from from this game. Other than bragging right to say you beat him, but you're going to have to play them again anyway. You know? So I, 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 I would, I would kind of ease up on this game if, if I'm feeling. You, you can't tell the fans that, but I, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got uh, Sunday Night Football, Green Bay hosting the Chiefs. 
Chiefs six and a half point favorites. You know, last week I said the Chiefs won't cover and they covered. I I still I still uh, this Green Bay side has been playing at six and a half. I still think six and a half is a lot for the Chiefs because I still don't have faith in those receivers to be catching the ball. Uh, I I. I like the Chiefs to win the game. I don't think, I don't like him to cover, uh, you know, six and a half is a lot for me. I, I think this is an interesting game because you're starting to see Jordan Love play with more confidence. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just Love, it's the receivers. So, Jaden Reed, Christian Watson... Dobbs, like you're seeing them run the routes more, uh, more confidently. Now they may not run the correct routes, but I see more development coming out of those young receivers than I do out of the Chiefs' young receivers. Even though they have Mahomes, Mahomes is still having to try to get them in a better spot. And to your point, that's the issue with the Chiefs is that they're not. The receivers aren't there, so it's a lot of pulling teeth. So, yeah, the the Chiefs are going to lean on Pacheco and Kelsey, and that should get them the win. But I think the Packers can make it interesting enough where six and a half, to your point, it it's it's a it's a it's the borderline. Okay, do the does the Chiefs defense make a play to make it easier for them to cover? Because if it's on their own. It's going to be hard for that offense to cover a touchdown win, in my opinion, as is. I, I think they kind of need, I kind of, I think they kind of need uh, a mistake from the Packers, where there's like a fumble recovery or uh, interception uh, to make it a short field with from like uh, within the uh, their own thirty. They, they they need a mistake from the Packers to get there. I don't think the Chiefs' offense alone is, like, putting up 24 points on their own. So, it's like, I think they're probably scoring around 20, 20, uh, 21, 23 points. Like, they'll kick a couple of field goals. So, they'll be in that 20 to 23-point range on their own. And then it comes down to the uh, Chiefs' defense to get them uh, the other couple of points. But it's like, uh, I do think the Packers can get, like, 17 points. So, it it, it, make, it makes it a little bit tricky, like to try to cover that game, because realistically, I could see a twenty three seventeen game, and that hook gets you in trouble. It's like um, the hook gets you in trouble uh, if you if you're on the chief side of the play. So yeah, um, I'm not I'm not in love with the game with that spread. I need that game to come. Uh, I need that game to get down to the five and a half, five range for me to get more excited on the Chiefs side of the fence. And even then, I don't feel great about it. I just think that it's a little wide. No, because the Chiefs lately, the Chiefs have been having a lot of these. They they have the ball for three, four minutes. They they go on a, and they come over with no points yeah. because somebody dropped the ball. They ran the wrong route. Uh, they, they have a lot of that. That you kind of like. 
they should have more points. They they been having the ball. Okay, take that Eagles game. Take the Eagles game. The Chiefs had that ball so long, and a lot of times they came away with no points because somebody dropped the ball in the end zone or they fumbled the ball away. Or they have a lot of those, and I, I, that offense is really struggling to score points. You know, outside of Kelsey and Pacheco, you know, it's 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 you know all favorite receiver. MBS, he, hey, 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 he, you know, hey! He's gonna find his way around the map at some point. Hey, if there's a if there's a wrong road to be run, you know he's got his hands up in the class. You know, so I don't know. I I, I have a real problem with with with, with Chiefs covering right now. Yeah, really, 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 really yeah. problem. So yeah, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Alright, it's our last matchup of the uh, the week. I think this is going to kind of come down to your survivor pick too because I think realistically uh, in terms of your options, you've got uh, the Steelers versus uh, the Cardinals for survivor and in this matchup Jacksonville versus Cincy. Um, Jacksonville is favored by eight and a half. So, from a spread standpoint, it's wide, but what we saw out of Jake Browning last week was he's not ready to run this offense just yet. Um, it's in Jacksonville, too, which complicates it. And it's like, if it, if the if you had the Cincy crowd making things difficult for Jacksonville to hear on offense, it, it I, I'd feel a little bit more uh, concerned. The problem is, is that you, Jacksonville's defense has been playing well since he's not where they need to be on offense. And since he's starting to rack up a couple of injuries on the defensive side of the ball too, I'm, I'm a little worried about the Bengals maybe just saying this, the season's, the season's over because like they had, they had their window last week and they were kind of flat in, uh, without Burrow. Yeah. I look, I was kind of excited last week, you know, I don't know why I believe coaches when they open their mouth sometimes. And the coach talk about this guy and, you know, he, he definitely picked this guy and he can run this offense. And hey, let me tell you something. You didn't want an offense that look as bad as they looked last week. Uh, going to Jacksonville, right now, I don't know if the bell has gone off, uh, gone off uh, for Trevor Lawrence, but he has been playing pretty good. And uh, with, 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 I like his weapons better than Cincinnati's weapons. Because ETN and, and um, uh, the receiver. I mean, you got Kirk, you got Ridley. Ridley, Ridley. Ridley is the one that I'm, I'm scared of. You know, because when he gets going, anything that you throw, he'll run and catch. You know, so I I I like I'll I'll take Jacksonville because I don't I don't know. Like you say, I don't think this guy is ready for prime time. You know, with this offense, they because you you didn't want to look as bad as they looked last week. I mean. 
Oh my God! It's it's. It, I gotta see that team this week because I thought that team, man, they thought that they could pick it up, and we still have team. We just need somebody to run the offense. But they looked so flat last week that I want to know if they can actually get those guys to to to, to believe in anything this week. I, I'm anxious to see that to see them play. You know, because I want to know if they're actually going to make an effort or if everybody's going with with, with, with the holiday things in, 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 the, in the car truck. I'm telling you, if they start to drive around with that, because it might be looking like that for Cincinnati. You know, I I, I got to see them in the first half of this game. But, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville in the points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, basically, for your survivor pick, uh, who are you feeling more confident in? Jacksonville to win outright against Cincy or the Steelers to win outright against Arizona? Jacksonville. All right. Because, because Arizona may be ready to tank, but I think Jacksonville may be, may be losing. Uh, not Jacksonville, um... I think Cincy may be deflated, and that to me that might be worse. When you know you 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 have this expectation, we can do this, we can do this, and then it, they just pull that rug from you. It's like Lucy pulling that ball. You know, it's that ball. Charlie Brown. Yeah, it's it's like. Uh, well, if, if there is an NFL franchise that has a Charlie Brown effect, it would be the oh, it yeah. would be the Bengals. Like we did the picks, do you think there's actually going to be a good game to watch this week? I, I well, yeah, I actually think there's going to be a couple good games because I think um, I, I like that Texans Denver game. I think it's going to yeah. be an entertaining game, and I still think the Philly San Fran game is going because. I I don't think Philly's gonna do what I uh, I think they should do. I I I the 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 one thing that I will say about Sirianni, I don't think he's great X's and O's, but I do think that he believes what his team's doing is the way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. So 
I, I think it's going to be a good game because they're going to play the game they want. Me, I like the long game. I will, like I say, I would have, I would have punted on this game and save, try to save my quarterback for the for the rest of the season. Not saying that he's going to get injured, but San Fran is a very physical team, you know. And like you say, I don't want Chase Young and Bosa. You know, out there on my quarterback? Were you kidding me? You know, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. But I think they're going to. So I think it's going to be a good game. So yeah, I think it's going to have a couple of good games to watch. You know, unless your unless your TV is only edging towards watching the Jets or the Giants. Hey, 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 hey! Devito's on his well-earned bye week. Oh, yeah. You just wait. You just wait until he comes out of that bye week and he actually learns the whole playbook. Dang, he's, he's, he's raring to go. He's raring to go. I don't know. Look. Oh, my God. I, I don't even know what to do with the Giants. The, the biggest problem I have with the Giants is that I'm looking at next year already. And even next year, I'm seeing where I'm going to be aggravated. Hey, Daniel Jones is ready to take the reins. He's ready to take that next step. Just, I'm not talking about that. They're going to draft a quarterback. I don't know about that. Like, everyone keeps saying that the Jazz are going to draft the QB. I would not I would not guarantee that the Jazz are drafting the QB. Well, who are they going to have playing quarterback? Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's going to play next year. <laughs> He's gonna play next year either as a backup or, or start this season. I think he, I think he's I I think the Giants are gonna bring back Daniel Jones. No, Unless no, the no, So here here here's the scenario for the Giants that people have to like uh come to the reality. Because they've already screwed up their draft spot, you actually need DeVito to keep winning games to confirm to the franchise that Daniel Jones is not a starting NFL QB. Because if you can get random DeVito to play for you Daniel Jones and struggling this hard on offense tells you he's not the guy. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. If you actually telling me you're serious about winning, all right? Well, I didn't say the Giants were serious about winning. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you that they're, they're, they're serious that they actually believe Daniel Jones should be the guy. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. Well, the first thing is this. The reason I know, I don't know about the owner, but I'm telling about the, the general manager and the coach. The reason I know they don't believe Daniel Jones is the guy is the way they did that contract. Oh, no, no. But but they still, they still got to deal with another year of Daniel Jones. That, that's the whole thing. Yeah, but the, the thing is this, Dwayne. They have to deal with another year, but he may not be the starting guy. They, I think the way they did that contract, they they put themselves in the position to have an out. They still got to convince Mara that Daniel Jones can't start. I want to see that that argument. To me, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing this offseason. I'm not talking about from the from the from the the position of the owner. I'm talking about. The people that we actually put to run the team, I can only go with them, because it's the same thing with the Jets. If 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 you watch 
watching Robert Sala's face and you're going to place a bet. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to bet that tomorrow he's going to kill Rudy Woody. <laughs> he's going to shoot Woody Johnson because he's being put in a position where he can't do anything about it. He can't say it. He can't, but he knows. Salah knows that 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 he's seen enough water, young quarterbacks. Salah Salah ha- doesn't have a choice in the matter. Woody is right. Woody right. is forcing him into this. Right. So this is what I'm saying. It's it's and and the reason I say it's Woody because if it was just Joe Douglas, then Salah could even though he's going behind the 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 the, the, the manager's back, he could have he could have made his case because. The public has seen it that this guy can't play and the manager is making me play and we, we're losing the season because of that. He could, have, he could have sold that to the owner. But I think it's the owner that, 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 that likes the guy. I think that's the problem. Yeah. So that might be the problem with the Giants, but at least the owner allowed them to put that out in where... It's not like the Deshaun Watson thing where he's locked in and you can't get your money back. You know? So yeah. they, they, they don't have to worry about him after next year. And if they have a young quarterback that they want to try, yeah, we pay him for the rest of the season, but he can sit and, and, and we can have the young quarterback come in. Yeah, Which is but 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 that but that's but that's my argument. They actually need Devito to keep looking not awful, even though he is awful. But it, they just need him to be decidedly mediocre, but still more passable than what Jones was doing because it helps the argument that that's why they need a better quarterback. Okay, but Dwayne, here's what you need to sell me. Here's what I want you to sell me. What did Jones do in the games to start the season that would make you think that you didn't make a mistake signing him? Daniel won ten games last year. That's why. No, so no, they... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking about ten games last year. <laughs> we've we've seen. This is the NFL, and we've seen flukes before. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they, the, 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 the Giants have to look, this is what I'm telling you, Kelly, the Giants have to look competitive enough in these games with DeVito to convince Mara to let Schoen and Dable show that they can get someone else that they believe more than Daniel Jones to be the guy. That's, so they can't look awful without Jones. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Because Jones has looked bad enough on his own to kind of set himself up for failure. Now they have to look less awful. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, they signed Jones. and it, But did you remember that year when Tom Brady got injured? Of course, but we we got the Matt Castle special. Right. Did you remember? You know Matt Castle won 11 games? Yeah, I remember that. All right. Where... Where has Matt Castle won more than six games since that? He got, a big, he, he got money out of it because, yep. you know, there's always somebody dumb out there to think that 
it's not about it. It's it's about Castle and 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 you know everything didn't go correct for them and, and whatever. You know. So so what 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 are you telling me? What, what, why why people can't see that 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 first game against the Cowboys? Uh, what were you watching at? Huh? You know, uh, you want to tell me that you want to base the season on the second half of that Arizona game when Arizona yep. decided. That's exactly that's exactly what uh, Mara and the Daniel Jones fans will tell you. The one game, the one half. Yep. So all the others and the fact does doesn't and, matter. And, and and the fact that he can never stay healthy. He, he, it's you know, bad luck that he can't stay healthy. <laughs> well, you can't have a quarterback with bad luck. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a problem. That's a problem in itself. Because the way all this game is, you need your quarterbacks to avoid injuries. That's a big part of the game. That's that's the part of the game that that kept Brady and Manning and all of them playing as long as they have. The pro, the thing is that they never used to get injured. Because that that that's my problem with with Rich. As much as I like to support the minority quarterbacks, I you can't give me for free Richardson. You know why? He can't stay healthy. No. Nope. You know, he's a, he's a Tyrod Taylor. You mean there's an injury over there? Oh, yeah, I'm not walking over I'm going over there. Yeah, they'll find those injuries. They, they, they can figure it out. So it's, it's, you got to look at that too. Your talent alone cannot get you there. Uh, so it's, 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 you have this great tight end and, 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 Every two minutes, he's injured. What's the problem in having a great play if he can't play? You know, it's the old Anthony Davis thing. You know, I get injured every other game. <laughs> Doesn't matter how good I look, I'm going to be injured. So, so it's... it's I, I, I don't know. I know Mario is stupid. When it comes to, to to football decisions, but if 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 he can't see what these guys are seeing, like I say, if you watch how they did the contract, it has to be that they they were looking out for that. That's why they gave themselves the out. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. They gave themselves the out. It doesn't mean Merrill take it, but we're gonna le- we're gonna leave it off there, Callie. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. All right, take it easy. All right, have a good one. All right, all right, folks. I'm gonna leave it off there because uh, we ran a little bit over with uh, <laughs> kind of go through the picks. So that's gonna do it for us today. Uh, good luck with uh, the slate. Hopefully, you got all the information you need. Until next time, be well. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.